NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. It's a Wednesday, so that means a little PGA DFS later in the show. It's the Genesis Invitational. I like to be driving around a Genesis. That cool Genesis SUV looks pretty cool. The one that John Legend uh, had the commercial at the Super Bowl. Tell me that didn't look like a car you wanted to drive. I know I did. I don't know how much it costs, but I know I can't afford it. I don't have to do a lot more radio. Maybe I'm going to have to win the Genesis Invitational to be able to afford the Genesis SUV that I want to buy. I'll have to work on that. All right, but today I want to talk about normally the New York Mets are cursed. And if you, you, you got to believe me, you know I'm right. If any, anybody roots for the Mets, you know that I'm right. The Mets are always cursed. The Yankees come first in New York. Whatever the Mets try to do fails. They go out and sign somebody. The guy gets injured. They trade for somebody. The guy sucks. Well, we know it. We what we know. This is this is what it's like. Called the curse of being a Met fan. Okay, it's never going to end well for you. Except, except, I think the Mets sideswiped a big one yesterday. I don't know if you read that article about Carlos Beltran, but I think that guy El Jefe. They were calling him. When they call you El Jefe, you know that you're in charge, right? So Beltran was behind everything, everything crazy. And then he was going to be the Mets manager. Oh man, the Mets would have gone down with that ship for sure. Best thing that ever happened was that Mets ended up firing this guy or him leaving on his own recognizance. Because that could have been a disaster. But I don't know if you read that article. That article was brutal, and I forgot that whole thing about Alex Cora said that the best Yankee signing was Carlos Beltran. Wink, wink. Oh, man. Do you, know how, do you know how screwed up baseball is? Do you know how screwed up baseball is? How basically the bottom line is every team's been cheating. It's just a question of who got caught and how bad it was. This is what we're in for. This is why Rob Manfred doesn't want to talk about it. It's crazy. It's legitimately crazy. You know, you have to trust the product that's on the field. If you can't trust the product that's on the field, why would you ever pay for it? Or, much like wrestling, just say it's fake. Right? Wrestling had to come out and say it's entertainment. They couldn't call it a sport. That's why it's a WWE. It's entertainment. We already know who's winning. 
The guys know who are winning, right? So it's, it's been decided. They don't know how it's going to go down. They just know that X, Y, or Z is going to win the match. Is baseball the same way? Or how about basketball? When people didn't trust with point shaving, people didn't watch the game. So let me ask you this. You go to a baseball game now. Now is it on the level? Now it feels legitimate. So does that mean for the last five years it hasn't been? Have people been cheating for that long? And then if they have been cheating for that long, why are we angry at super cheaters like Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds? Because they got caught? I mean, maybe we've been cheating in baseball for years, decades. In one way or another, there's been cheating going on in baseball. There's no purity. And it's funny, when we talk about people who love baseball, what do we call them? Purists. Seems very impure to me. This seems like one of the most impure sports I could even think about. Does that mean I won't watch it? No, I'll watch it. Do I have the same vigor? No. I really don't have the same vigor. How many of these guys have been cheating and for how long? Is anything legal? Do I know if anybody's 50 home runs are legitimate? Legitimate? I mean, I knew Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa's weren't. They were taking Andrew. But that was kind of obvious to everybody. If you can't trust the sport, how can you play it? I talk about that a lot when it's in fantasy terms. Like I always say to you, if you can't trust your commissioner of your fantasy blank league, whether it's baseball or football or basketball, don't be in that league. I always go back to the example that my friend Alan said. He said, Mark, he goes, a fantasy commissioner is like my wife. I have to trust her, otherwise I can't be married to her. Fair enough. But if you don't trust your wife, maybe you shouldn't be married to her. Or maybe you should hire a private investigator and see what she's doing. If you can't trust your fantasy baseball commissioner, your fantasy football commissioner, maybe you shouldn't be in that league if the guy's sketchy. Maybe if we don't trust Major League Baseball, we don't watch it as much. Right? Where do the fans have a... Why do we have any say in this? Why are we just sitting on the, on the, on the sidelines watching this unfold? This travesty. Right? And where are the people in charge... And why aren't they getting in, in TV and saying, we are going to clean this up no matter what. No matter what it takes, we will investigate and we will clean this up. I want a 100-page document finding out everything that's ever happened in baseball in the last 20 years. That's what I want. I want to hire an investigator. I do. I want an investigator. And I want somebody to go in and tell me what's happened, and then we can move on from this. Because when El Jefe is talking about all the things that he did there that were legalized cheating, oh my God, what about the things they didn't catch you for? That was a disturbing article. Seriously, I'm, I, I, I dread the day that I read it. I wish I hadn't seen it. You know how you can't undo certain things? You're like, ooh, I can't undo that. I feel like I can't undo that article. And it's sad because Beltran, once again, Hall of Fame career, I'm not voting for him now because I know this guy's a cheat and I know this guy encouraged cheating and I know this guy discouraged other people from coming forward. That was the other thing. That was the other thing. The, big, the other takeaway I had was that because he was El Jefe, all these younger guys who knew what was going on, didn't want to say anything, including, by the way, A.J. Hinch. A.J. Hinch says in the article, and I'm gonna, I may miss it a little bit, but I'm trying to do my best here, something to the effect of, it was my first year, and I didn't want to go up against the clubhouse. But now, I didn't have confidence in myself, but now, years later, I wish that I did. I wish that I, had, I was more vociferous and how I dealt with it. But I wasn't strong enough back then. And that's probably why he only got a one-year suspension. Because he probably admitted to something to that effect. Like, look, I was wrong. 
I was weak. I couldn't stop it. I'm sorry. I should have. I apologize. That's honest. You know what? I appreciate the honesty. I appreciate that kind of honesty. You didn't want to battle Al Hefe, so you didn't. Okay. But now if you had to do it over again, you would. I respect that. But the problem is none of the, pl- the players were unco- weren't comfortable and they didn't want to say anything either because they were afraid of retribution. Because baseball players, man, are mean. Remember John Franco, the Mets closer? Oh, he would kill you. Scabs, that guy would kill you. He wouldn't even look at you. He'd throw a ball at your head if he didn't like what you did. If you didn't fall in line. That's what baseball's always been. Baseball's always been like that. Everything stays in the clubhouse. Nobody speaks. If you do, you're out. And then nobody talks to you. Well, if that's what we did, if what about the Me Too movement? What about everybody that Harvey Weinstein ever took advantage of? Right? It's not just baseball. It happens in the real world. People need to be able to say what they need to be to their bosses and not be afraid of retribution. Not be afraid of El Jefe. That's scary to me. It is. It's scary. If you can't go to your boss because you're afraid of the retribution, that's a problem. Baseball has a problem. It's significant. Let's not ignore it anymore. Let's not let this season start and not ignore the problems. There are many. Sad to me. It's a sad day that we live in. Sad state of affairs. We got to fix this. We know how to fix it. We just have to do it. Show some courage, people. All right, I'm getting myself all excited. All right, going to take a little time out. We come back. Maybe a little fantasy football talk. Andy Dalton won't be a Bengal. Where will he be? I'll let you know right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
We're back. It's Dr. Rota here, full-time fantasy. It is? Oh, it's Baby Shark. I love Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Don't you find this song as addictive, Sean? Mommy Shark. I could do this all day. My son also has this in Spanish. I don't know. I can only handle it one language. One language at a time, please. I don't know if I can handle it. All right. The NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reports that the Bengals are willing. They're willing. To, I don't know if you guys knew this. They're willing to facilitate a trade with Andy Dalton's interest in mind. That is so nice of them. Well, considering the fact that Andy Dalton will not be there next year because they're drafting Joe Burrow. I mean, don't you kind of owe him that? I mean, I love it when this is news. I love it, Ian Rappaport. It's getting to the bottom of this. This is news here, Ian. Dude, anybody with a brain would have known this. The question is, where's Andy Dalton going to go? Now, if he wants to be a short-term starter and work with a younger quarterback, he could have some options. If he wants to be a long-term starter, oh, ho, 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 ho. he also could be released with zero dead money. Bye-bye. Right? There aren't any teams willing to trade for him. Let me ask you this, you out there listening. Would you trade for Andy Dalton? I don't think I would. I mean, is he a starter? Here's where I'm, I'm happy with Andy Dalton. I'm being, being very honest. I'm very happy with Andy Dalton if my starting quarterback got injured and now instead of having, you know, Matt Barkley or Chase Daniel, I could have Andy Dalton. But tell me, Garoppolo? No. Trubisky, I'd rather have Andy Dalton, to be quite honest with you. Josh Allen? No, I'm taking, I'd take Josh Allen 10 times out of 10 over them. Baker? Kyler? I guess I would take him over Jacoby Brissett. Is that a great, maybe that's a good fit? The Colts? It's not bad. Andy Dalton with the Colts could work. He could actually do some of the Frank right. I like that. I like where that's going there. But would the Colts give up a lot for him? I don't think so. I wouldn't give up too much. He has one year, $17.7 million remaining on his contract. I mean, they paid Jacoby Brissett. That guy stinks. Uh, the Jaguars? I don't know about that. The Raiders? I think I'd rather just keep Derek Carr. So where's he going to go? Where's his, where are his options? I mean, I think I'd want to... If I'm the Bears, I'd probably go get him. Because then I say, look... I'll give Mitch Trubisky every opportunity. And here's what I say to Andy Dalton. Beat Trubisky in preseason, and it's your job. Right? That makes sense to me. So we'll see where that works out. But here's some news. And I love what this owner is doing here. Speaking the other day, Panthers owner David Tepper said that Cam Newton's future with the team will depend on his health. There's a lot of different things that can happen. But first, is he healthy? Tell me that, and then we can talk. That is a genius answer, by the way. Because how do we know if he's healthy? So basically, the guy's like, look, if he's healthy, I'm interested. If he's not, I'm not interested. But we don't know, so I'm not interested. Bye. Where does Cam Newton go? I think this is a very interesting offseason in the NFL with the, with the quarterback carousel. Where does Cam Newton end up? Does he stay a Panther? If you're Matt Rule, do you want Cam Newton? I don't think you do. See, I think when a, quarter, when a coach comes to a place, ideally, you bring in your own guy. And especially because the Panthers are starting with a brand new coach with sports science. You can't teach Cam Newton how to be quarterback. Many have tried it doesn't work. You know my thoughts on Cam Newton. There's front foot Cam and back foot Cam, and back foot Cam is a horror show. Horror show! And Matt Rule has watched the tape. He knows. It's terrible. But, I mean, maybe get Jameis Winston? Is that better? Is Andy Dalton better? What's better? I don't, I don't have an answer. Do you bring it? You, do you draft a guy? Will there be a guy you even want there? I don't know. A lot of moving parts. There's a lot of moving parts going on. 
And I think there's another one here where, by the way, I don't know if you've seen the Chargers, and the Chargers are very clever. Their, uh, their general manager has said they're happy. They're happy with internal options at quarterback. Tyrod Taylor and Easton Stick. Really? You're that happy with that? You're going to go to war with Tyrod Taylor? Here's what's going to happen. You're going to lose the war. You might win a battle here or there, but you're going to lose the war. If you can't win with Phillip Rivers, you're going to win with Tyrod Taylor? Seriously? That makes no sense to me. Now, what you could have said was, we're happy with Tyrod Taylor so that when we draft a guy at six overall, Tyrod could stay there for a year, and then we'll bring in our new guy, Justin Herbert from Oregon. Could have said that. But that would require way too many words for Twitter. That probably won't fit. Things are getting ugly in Dallas with Dak Prescott. Things are getting ugly. Now, let me ask you this question. You're Dak Prescott. If they franchise you, would you play? Would you even show up? Would you even go in and be there? Or would you just hold out and say, no? I think I'd hold out. Why would I play for one year on a franchise deal? I wouldn't. I'd be like... Either pay me or get me out of here because I'm not playing to get injured. Right? Think about that one. A little crazy. A lot of things going on with the quarterback carousel. A lot of things going on here. Patrick Mahomes, he's going to get a new deal. Well, if Russell Wilson gets $35 million, how much is Mahomes going to get? But, you know... They got to resign Chris Jones. What do you do with everybody else? I don't know. I might might wait on Mahomes. But they're doing a whole collective bargaining agreement, so we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens there. But I think there's a lot to talk about in terms of the quarterback carousel. There are about seven teams. We don't know where guys are going to go. I like the fact that the Bengals are, are trying to be helpful to Andy Dalton. But will it make a difference? Not so sure. All right, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw, Browns defensive end Miles Garrett has been reinstated. He is back. I mean, I guess I'm okay with it. I don't feel good about it. I'm sure I made nicey-nicey with Roger Goodell, and he probably said, I'll never take off my helmet and throw it at somebody else again. I'll never strike somebody else with my helmet, Roger. Mr. Commissioner, I won't do that. Gee, thanks, Miles. We really appreciate it. You can come back and play now. Yeah, that's really good. How about all the crappy things that Miles Garrett said about Mason Rudolph? He said racist comments, blah, blah, blah. So we could just like crap all over a guy and it just, that's, that's what we do. How about, I'm sorry for lying. I never should have said that stuff. It really didn't happen. It got the best of me. I'm sorry. Haven't heard that. Is it just me? I miss that. I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm going deaf. I, I, I start to, I, I'm not hearing things like I should. I'd really like Miles Garrett to say something like that. That would make me happy. Uh, Ian Rappaport. Oh, man, this guy is just, he is on fire today. Reports the Falcons are weighing, moving on from Devonta Freeman. Two years too late, Ian. I've been moving on from, from Devonta Freeman in fantasy for the last two years. Guy stinks. Devonta Freeman is best served as a 10-touch-a-game kind of guy, not a 20. And anybody who ever took him in the second or third round, you got what you deserved. He's not very good. He was very good. Not very good anymore. Not big enough. He's a guy that if you use him in tandem with somebody else, he's okay. He's not special. He's a good player. He's not special. Now, if the Falcons move on from him, as they should, who would take him? Somebody will take him. Maybe the Chiefs will take him. Wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't mind seeing him go to the Chiefs. He's better than Darwin Thompson. I still want to see Damian Williams. But Freeman could go anywhere to any team that needs about 8 to 10 touches a game because that's what he's good for. See, and if you 
treat Freeman that way, he won't disappoint you. Right? I think it's when you're like, oh, Freeman, that guy's going to give me 1,000 yards rushing and 600 yards receiving. And then when you don't get that, you're disappointed. I'm not disappointed because I never thought I was going to get that in the first place. Falcons are delusional. Oh, yeah, Freeman's going to get us that. No, he's not. He never was. Never was. Right? I think the Falcons have a lot to worry about. Is Calvin Ridley going to be healthy? I'm not so sure. That was a bad injury at the end of the year. Moving on from Freeman. Do they have a third receiver? How much longer can Matt Ryan stay there? I think the Falcons, the Falcons might need an overhaul. The Falcons might need an overhaul. Julio Jones, he's still great, but how many more years does he have left at that level? I mean, what do you do when Matt Ryan's not there? That team goes nowhere. Seriously, how many games? How many games does that team win without Matt Ryan? Three? Two? It's not very good. Maybe they need Andy Dalton. I don't know. I know that the Falcons need to do something. They played well at the, for maybe like a couple of weeks last year when the defense was all right. But I don't know. It's very thin. One or two injuries. That team is 3-13 and 13 again. All right, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to come back. PGA DFS with Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider when we return right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. You know what it's time for? It's time for PGA DFS. With my man Eric Dantoff from FantasyGolfInsider.com. Eric, how are you, my friend? I'm not too bad. It's snowing out here in Minnesota, but uh, I'm ready for uh, the, the Genesis Invitational down in uh, sunny Los Angeles, California. I was going to tell you, should I tell you it's 82 degrees by me today, or should I not mention uh, that? 
Uh, don't mention that. I, I did get back some Tory Pines with a few of the FGI guys, so I had my little share of sunshine in, uh, <laughs> in the winter that, months here. That's enough for you. Yeah, back into the hole. Okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about this. We have a, here's the, my problem with this week, Eric, and maybe you can help me out here. This feels mm-hmm. like a major with some really soft pricing, and I feel like I can get about three guys in the 7,000s I like. How do I balance my roster this week? What do I do with roster construction? No, you're, you're absolutely on point with that. When I first saw the pricing, a few names jumped right at me. Like, wow, there's some mispricing here. Uh, maybe they're trying to make it easier for new PGA DFS newcomers. Um, I, and with the limited field, I don't know if a lot of people are realize, realizing this, but we got a 120-man field. That means over half the people are going to make the cut here. Uh, I am definitely searching for upside this week, not just kind of the cut makers because – I can see some six for six is not actually doing too much damage this week. All right. So give me some of the names of the guys that you saw that you're like, you know what? I need to put them on my roster. You know, two guys immediately I had circled in for this event was Dustin Johnson and Bubba Watson. The course form matches up with current form. And I feel like we're really getting the discount on DJ this week. Uh, Dr. Roto, if he did not fade last week on Sunday on a, uh, on a very windy day at Pebble, and let's say he backed up his title defense in Saudi the week before, I feel like he could have been one of the top price guys this week. So I really like starting my lineups with DJ and Bubba this week. Now, I've got to think that's going to be a little chalky. So if it is, how do I differentiate? Well, I think there's enough merit to dip down into the 6,000s this week if you know where to look. So just based on our conversation last week, I'll kind of save my hidden gem. I got two hidden gems down there that I like. Uh, but, you know, there's enough. to you, If you start off with those two guys at the top, you definitely need to search in the 7K. So. Did I lose you there? Nope, I'm still here. Oh, okay. So, all right. So let's go. Let's talk in the seven K. So, if I go with those two, do I want to have a third guy in the nine thousands, or do I want to get two guys in the sevens? And who do we like in the sevens? I'll throw some names out. Do we like Neiman, Cabrera, Bello, Scotty Scheffler, uh, Kevin Na? Give me some names of who we like there. Yeah, I think those guys you mentioned they all have merit. Some may have more little GPP feel to them this week. Uh, But one guy specifically that I'm targeting that I think may get overlooked, maybe he won't, but Sergio Garcia is coming over making his PGA Tour debut this week. But if you dig deeper into his recent form, he's actually performing really well on the European Tour. And he has decent course form here, and I think he's motivated, and I think he's he's ready to make some noise. And 7,800 for for Sergio Garcia, there's not going to be too many weeks where we get that. Now, I also saw that with Paul Casey, Matt Kuchar, and Byron uh, Bryson DeChambeau. Do we like any of those guys? Because those are some big names yeah. as well. Yeah, uh, Matt Kuchar is also high on my list. I have him in as a relatively safe cash play. He offers decent upside, too. I'm expecting a T25 finish from him at least, um, or at least around that range. And then he, he did show that he can get in the top 10 here uh, four years ago. So uh, I do like Matt Kuchar at that price. I'm a little bit scared of uh, uh, Casey, even though I think that price is very tasty for him. Uh, his course form recently just has not matched up where I feel a little bit safer with, with uh, the other two guys, Kuchar and Sergio. All right, let me give you three names here. I'll go one at a time. Justin Rose at 8,500. That seems like a misprint. 100%. He was one of my recommended uh, uh, bets this week for our FGI subscribers. Um, and I'll tell your listeners that I, I feel like the reason why he's miscalculated is there's not too much to go off of on 2020. It may get overlooked that he actually finished in solo second over at the Singapore Open. Uh, Matt Kuchar actually won that uh, a few weeks ago. That was when the Farmers was going on. And I think what a lot of people also don't realize is that the last time he was priced this way, Dr. Roto, was uh, I believe three years ago. He came in, I think, at 8400 then, and he actually had a T4 finish. So, He's another guy that I really like, and I feel is undervalued this week. All right, Jordan Spieth actually had a pretty good, had some good rounds last week. Can he build off that this week? I think he can, but on the flip side of things, I feel he is overpriced. If he had not, we already knew Jordan Spieth was a good win player, so it shouldn't really surprise anyone that he actually kind of gained a bunch of strokes. It is noteworthy that he he gained uh, strokes uh, with his approach game, which has always been a part that he's been struggling with. 8,400 is fair, but I think 
Um, I, it's just more of those things where I still haven't seen enough to make him a worthy cash game play, but I definitely would definitely want some exposure in GPPs, probably in that 5-10% range. Now, I love a narrative play. Colin Marikawa from the area, West Coast guy, loves POA. Is he somebody that's going to be undervalued this week? He may or may not. I What I've been noticing uh, in DFS trends is he's getting a lot of hype, and he deserves it. His TD Green game is on point. But if you dig deeper into this tournament, this event's history, I believe it was only James Hahn when he won it in less than, I think, I think he won it on his third or fourth start. So typically you need a few rounds on your belt, and it's shown some upside. Uh, I, I feel he's a little overpriced. If he was – down in the mid-7Ks uh, range, uh, kind of where Ryan Moore, Charles Howell, Kevin Nye is, I would put a little more consideration. But he's definitely a noteworthy GPP play because he just has the game that should suit. I just question his upside in a stack field like this. Can I go down to the lower 7,000s and win with any of these guys, or is it going to be too risky? No, I, I don't think so. With this big of a field, and you mentioned it earlier, uh, it's a little softer pricing, a guy who has – historically performed well here. He was actually a threat to win a few years ago as Jason Kokrak. The only reason why I'm not super high on him is he's shown a little bit inconsistency, uh, inconsistencies this year. But we do know he has the tee to green game, and, and maybe there's a little extra confidence coming in. So 7,100 for him does seem fair value, especially when you consider that he had a good outing at the Farmers. We're talking to Eric Dantoff from FantasyGolfInsider.com. Eric, let me ask you this. When a guy screws me last week, as Adam Hadwin did, he cost me a lot of money. I, a lot of people have recency bias, and they want nothing to do with him. Sometimes I look at a guy, and I go back to him and say, he can't screw me two weeks in a row, can he? Yeah, recency bias, um, I feel like it's dwindled over time uh, as DFS has gone on. I think it's actually more popular to kind of stick with a guy after a miscut. I personally wasn't on Hadwin last week, but I know a lot of people were also feeling the way you or felt the way you did. Um, I don't mind him here. He has shown decent upside. Um, it's just one of those things where I just feel like, you know, he's a new father, and I feel like he, there's going to be better times to play Hadwin. Um, and don't get me wrong, Dr. Roto, the, the nature of that event last week was so uh, random that you, you really didn't know what was going to happen. And um, I, I would go back to him. 7200 is a fair price for a guy who's shown he can get his way around the Riviera Country Club. All right, you mentioned you had two guys in the 6,000s that you loved. Who are they? All right, so one of my first guys who is trending up and has shown really good history here is Luke List. Um, he, he's a guy at 6,600 this week. Um, if you're looking to dip into that range, he's a guy I would take a, a long look at, uh, mainly because he's just a bomber, and bombers typically go well here. The course form is matching up with uh, a, a few events here recently that show that Another good outing here. I expect him to make the cut, and he should make a lot of birdies. So in, in DFS scoring formats, I think he makes a decent play. Was there another guy you liked in the 6,000s? Yeah, and I think, you know, last week you had asked me who was going to be maybe uh, sniffing the, the top of the leaderboard, and I kind of gave you a, a, a pre – I went a little bit early on uh, uh, Matt Jones, who, as you know, finished uh, with a T5 last week. So I'm actually going back to another Australian golfer who – is really high in my model, relatively to speak. Price at 6300 Aaron Badley. Aaron you Badley, right? My, yeah. Yeah, you got it, my friend. And this is, you know, he's won this event. Australians typically can go well here. And I, I'm, I'm taking a long look at Badley, even in cash, because if you look at his, his overall uh, cut make percent in this event, it's over 80%. Uh, I'm digging back into to about 2002 for, with that data. I like him there. He's shown upside on these even years. I don't know what it is, but I like his price. He's got a short game, and this is one of the rare courses where a strong short game, strokes gained around the green and putting, usually prevail over some of these bombers sometimes in certain cases. So I am taking a long look at Aaron Baddeley. All right, I have four more cheap ones for you. Just let's do a quick hit on them. Carlos Ortiz, mm -hmm. like him or no? Love him. Carlos Ortiz has shown good upside in this event. Yep, and uh, I think I know another guy you're going to mention right at his same salary. J.T. Poston, like him? J yep, I like J.T. Poston as well. He's he's high on my model as well. He's got a good short game, just needs to get hot with the flat stick, and he can uh, work his way up the leaderboard. Do we like Tringali? 
I don't mind him. I feel he's fading a little bit, though. So I would just be cautious. If I'm doing GPTs, no more than about 5% on him. All right, here's a weird one for you. Party Marty Laird, who was a, a course horse last year, but he didn't perform very well. Can he come back this year? It's possible. I was on Party Marty at the Phoenix, which should have been his his coming out party. He didn't perform there. He definitely has the chance to go well this week. Um, 5% um, because he does have that short game that could go well this week. All right, before we let you go, who's going to win this tournament? Who should I go all in on? I'm Bubba. I, if I don't, if I, if, if this is not a year for Bubba, he wins this every even year, it seems like. So I, I'm, I really like Bubba Watson and then watch maybe a battle with DJ. All right, Eric Dantoff, thank you so much. You were dead on about Matt Jones last week. I was very impressed, my friend. Yeah, and don't forget Streelman, solo second. <laughs> you did say that as well. You did. I give you that too. All right, before you go, right. one more guy. Give me one more crazy guy. One more crazy guy you didn't mention, Patrick Rogers. Look for Patrick Rogers to make some noise this week as well. All right, there you have it. Good luck this week. Yep, take care, Dr. Roto. Thanks for having me. All right, there up. you have it. Okay, you got Luke List, you got Battle, you got Rogers. Can't do any more for you than that. We're back right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we are back. You know, I'm not good at naming this tune. I'm really not. My... <laughs> That's a... Is that the name of that song? Yes, with Corey Hart. Yeah, that. Corey Hart. Do you, you remember, remember Corey Hart uh, for the a, Brewers? There's a Mets catcher named... Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, good. Well, 2020, a, I think, was, once. We used to, there was a Mets catcher, 
Junior Ortiz, who used to wear sunglasses at night. That was a problem. <laughs> it's hard to be a catcher when you're wearing sunglasses. At I don't night. like those people <laughs> who wear sunglasses at night. You have a, like. Well, would you rather just have like uh, the. Uh, you trying too hard. The I face think. paint. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, no, no, no. For baseball what, players? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, no, I mean in society. Yeah. No, no, you're right. Face paint. Yeah, like Don, oh, Donnie Baseball. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, what about what? Yeah. Well, well, what about people who have transition lenses, Sean? What if you go from like, you know, outside and yeah. then inside? Do you yeah, like transition I, I, I forgive you. Yeah. My, my father that, has that one is transition okay. lenses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's okay if your dad has it, but if somebody else. Well, because he's not doing it to be cool. It's just, you know, doctor's orders. That's not what I heard. I heard your dad's doing it to be cool. Your <laughs> no, dad's a cool guy. That's not my cool. My dad's cool, but he doesn't try, try too hard like <laughs> these people do. Well, isn't that, isn't that the best thing, not to try hard to be cool? Just, exactly. You just have to have yeah, it. You, just, you either yeah, are or you are. You're just cool like yeah. that, yeah. Like you, Doc. It's not easy. <laughs> it's, 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 a natural, it's natural. It's not easy. It's, it's hard to be me, Sean. That's all I, all I can tell you. What happened with all your right. daughter? I'm going in. Yeah. What happened with the... Uh, what about it? You were talking yesterday on the air. You got a text about score. Oh, oh, so she actually went... They, no, she, yeah, she, she, this art contest. So she made it to the art contest, and she won 50 bucks. Oh, wow, cool. She's won $150 this year on art, on art contests. She's a star. It's amazing. She can support me. Yeah. Hey. All she has to do is win about another 1,000 of them. <laughs> yeah, right. No, she has... <laughs> No, I, I you have I'm, expensive taste. So oh, that. today is my son. I do, I do. Caviar taste and champagne dreams. Today is my exactly. son's spelling bee. It's the in-school spelling bee. Oh, that's for really the winner cool. goes to the districts. No way. So he's yeah, really he went to the districts last year. No kidding. Yes. Good for uh, him. Surprisingly, awesome. he got eighth in districts last year. Wow. Do you know what the first seven kids though memorize the lists? Uh, of course. Yeah. They literally memorize the lists. I was never. And he's a like, speller. I'm not doing that. Never was a good speller. I would, I would, He's like, you know what? I would be out. Like, you know what I have to do round. when I go over spelling? I have to write it out. I have to write it out. If I could write right. it out, I could spell it. Interesting. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like if course. I write out the yeah. word. Yeah. So uh, I I don't know what happened. I can't I can't text him during school hours. So he will he knows at this point whether he won or lost, but I don't know. So uh, but he had on his lucky shirt, so he was uh, very excited this morning. So I wish him well. Yeah, he has a lucky shirt. Do you, do you have a lucky shirt? Well, I have a lucky shirt. No, I do All right. But when I was in high school, yeah. I had a lucky shirt. Yes. Did you have a lucky anything? I had a lucky shirt in high school. Whenever I played football, I would always wear the same shirt. I, yeah. yeah. All right. That's good. Yeah. I think superstitions are good. Yeah. Wear the I same think shirt. superstitions are important. Yeah. I like that. All right. I'm checking out an article here from a guy named Jason Collette. Not like Jason Collette. He's a very smart guy and he knows a lot about baseball. And he's put in some bold predictions. And I always find, like, when we do bold predictions, sometimes we're a little too bold, right? There's bold, and then there's off the wall. So here's his first off the, I'm sorry, bold prediction. Chan Cisco is a top 20 catcher. Seriously? A top, 10, top 20 catcher? Maybe on the Orioles roster, not in all of baseball. How's this guy going to be so good? What's he doing? What, what is what is Chan Cisco going to do? Hit 230? I mean, just because he hit 290 in AAA doesn't make him a 300 hitter in major leagues. So that's a little too bold for me. I, I don't like the boldness there. Let me go for another one here. All right, for Boston. He says, J.D. Martinez is a top 10 overall player. Is that bold? Hmm. He's got a better one here. He says that Eduardo Rodriguez is not a top 75 pitcher. I kind of like that one. I think Eduardo Rodriguez is his train wreck. I've watched this guy pitch in person many times. When he's on, he's good. And when he's off, he's terrible. So, listen up. If you play DFS on DraftKings, and you can get Eddie Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez in as your second starter... I like it because that guy could go seven innings, two hits, nine strikeouts, get the win, and you're my rich friend. Just know that the next time you pitch him, he could go three innings, let up nine runs, and you have no chance of winning. You can't rely on Eduardo Rodriguez. You can't. 
I mean, he's okay. Hey, it's like one good, one bad, one I don't know. All right, for the Yankees, he says, hmm, DJ LeMahieu does not drive in 70 runs. I don't know. That's kind of bold. Aren't the Yankees going to score 7,000 runs? How does LeMahieu not score, not knock in 70? I don't know. He's a good, he's a good hitter. But I, I do think that he was a better power hitter last year. LeMahieu. Sean, do you consider him a power hitter? Power hitter? No, I do not. No. Contact hitter. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think he'll have more than do you think he'll have more than 70 RBIs? Yeah. How many did he have last year? I don't know. I'm asking you. <laughs> the top of my head, I don't know. Let's see. He had last year. That's in the, he in had the top. What? 26 home runs, 102 RBIs. Oh, yeah, he'll go over 70. But prior to that, he's never had more than 66 in any year. Correct. And he played in course. Uh yeah, he'll go over that number, yeah. I say he goes over that. Anybody in the yeah. Yankees goes yeah, over yeah. that. If so you can literally hit that lineup's going to score runs, so yeah. Yeah, I, I think that. All right, for Tampa Bay, he says Jose Martinez hits 30 home runs. You're insane. I love you, Jason, but you're insane here. Here's why. He's only going to play against lefties, so he's only going to get about 364 at-bats. Is he going to hit one home run every 10 times up? Seems to be a little aggressive. I mean, he does crush lefties. I get that. I think that he's going to get about 24 home runs. But he will play, as Steve Carney said yesterday, he will play against lefties every time out there. He will. He also says that Andrew Kittredge is going to get saves plus wins will be at least 10. I could see that. I could see that. All right, for Toronto, he has Derek Fisher as a top 100 outfielder. I don't know about that, man. We've been waiting on Derek Fisher for how many years now? Hasn't this guy just been mediocre? And how old is he? And is he going to stay healthy? I mean, when I think of Derek Fisher, I think of like 230, 10 home runs, 40 RBIs, this isn't a special player. I just don't see it. I don't see it. That, that would not be my, my bold prediction. So let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can come up with a bold prediction here. So I'm going to go to the Orioles. And my first bold prediction is that Renato Nunes hits 40 home runs. That's my bold prediction there. Renato Nunes... Hit 31 home runs last year. He's 25. He's going to hit in the middle of that order. He's not a great player, but he's got some power. And I think this guy hits 40. That's my bold prediction. For the Red Sox, who's my, what's my bold prediction here? I think, ooh, I got a bold prediction. Yeah, I got a bold prediction. Jose Peraza, the often overlooked Jose Peraza, Gives us numbers back that we saw in 2018 where he gets about 15 home runs and 25 stolen bases and hits about 280. And he becomes the everyday second baseman for the Red Sox. I like this kid. I do. I think Peraza is my bold prediction there. All right. For the Yankees, my bold prediction. My bold prediction for the Yankees is that Brett Gardner... Has has everything sliced in half? Yeah. Well, so the twenty-eight home Aaron runs. Aaron Hicks isn't going to play until July, though. I don't know. Is Brett Gardner going to hit twenty-eight home runs and still no. ten bases? Come on. No, he's so not. That's what I'm saying. That. Slice him in half. But he's going to get playing time. Right. That's my point. So how about fourteen he's home runs? How about fourteen home runs and seven? It's fine. He's like thirty-seven, thirty-eight. So yeah, fine. That's fine. Fair. Yeah. So that's that, is that a bold prediction then to be sliced in half? Well, his playing time is not going to be sliced in half. I guess. No, it's not, but I think his numbers will be sliced in half. All right, Tampa Bay, bold prediction. My bold prediction there. Hmm, this one's a tough one. I like so many of these guys. I will say that Austin Meadows gets an AL MVP vote. He has such a good year that he gets consideration for AL 
MVP. I don't know if that's bold or not, but I like it. It's not bold. And then for Toronto. If you said that last year. I'll have to come up with some bold. And then my bold prediction this year is that Hinjin Ryu has an ERA of 4.20 or higher. All right, that's interesting. Right? Going from the National League to the American League. I don't don't trust that. That's kind of bold. All right, Sean says that's bold, so that's good. That's all I'm happy about. All right, time now to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I want to thank Eric Dantoff from Fantasy Golf Insider for joining us. Appreciate his time. And I want to thank Sean for all that he does for making the show great. Guys, I'm not here tomorrow and Friday. I'm going to miss you, but I will be back on Monday with more. All right, wishing you a great couple of days. This is Dr. Roto saying be well. Take care. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
hosts of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.